Oh Lord our Father, we thank you. Lord, we come again kneeling before you, seeking for wisdom and strength and understanding even as we live in this world and as we chart our course in this world of sin. Lord, we pray you give us purity of mind. Cleanse us, O Lord, from all unrighteousness. Even as we read these words, O Lord, may we see duty as we walk out of this world. Lord, help us hold our hands and teach us, direct us, and instruct us in the way of righteousness. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Conflict and Courage, January 12. Cursed. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Genesis chapter 3 verse 14 to 19 Eve was told of the sorrow and pain that must henceforth be her portion. In the creation, God had made her the equal of Adam. Had they remained obedient to God, in harmony with his great law of love, they would ever have been in harmony with each other. But sin had brought discord, and now their union could be maintained and harmony preserved only by submission on the part of the one or the other. Eve had been the first in transgression and she had fallen into temptation by separating from her companion contrary to the divine direction. It was by her solicitation that Adam sinned, and she was now placed in subjection to her husband. Eve had been perfectly happy by her husband's side in her Eden home, but like restless modern Eves, she was flattered with the hope of entering a higher sphere than that which God had assigned her. In attempting to rise above her original position, 
she fell far below it. A similar result will be reached by all who are unwilling to take up cheerfully their life duties in accordance with God's plan. In their efforts to reach positions for which he has not fitted them, many are leaving vacant the place where they might be a blessing. When God made man, he made him ruler over the earth and all living creatures. So long as Adam remained loyal to heaven, all nature was in subjection to him. But when he rebelled against the divine law, the inferior creatures were in rebellion against his rule. Thus the Lord, in his great mercy, would show men the sacredness of his law and lead them by their own experience to see the danger of setting it aside, even in the slightest degree. And the life of toil and care, which was henceforth to be man's lot, was appointed in love. It was a discipline rendered needful by his sin to place a check upon the indulgence of appetite and passion to develop habits of self-control. It was a part of God's great plan for man's recovery from the ruin and degradation of sin. Amen. The title of our devotion is Cursed. Now we are looking at the consequences of sin. And we may also take time to look at it not just from the perspective of our first parents but in our own lives also. You see, sin is so powerful in its nature that it had an immediate effect on the nature of man. Let us look at the immediate consequences of sin. You see, sin modifies something in the nature of man. Our DNA and the internal workings were altered by sin. Whereas Adam before had the mind of God, loved what God loved and hated what he hated, but sin drastically modified Adam's nature and the nature of man in general. Man who was created without bias to sin through sin is now weak and finds himself desiring it more and having a great inclination to sin and a great aversion for the most part for that which is good. As time has passed, the, this aversion for righteousness, this hatred of holiness in man has become even more marked than before. It is worse today. Men hate the good and love the evil. Adam and Eve fell on different points and we see today the same weaknesses that Adam had, it is prevalent in men and the same weaknesses in Eve prevalent in women for a large part. As Adam on account of the beauty and undue affection and attachment for Eve fell into sin and not out of deception because the Bible says Adam was not deceived but Eve was deceived. 1 Timothy chapter 2 reading from verse 14 it says and Adam was not deceived but the woman being deceived was in the transgression so Adam did not fall on the point of deception his mind was clear what he fell for was for the beauty of Eve, feeling he couldn't let go his attachment to woman. 
as we have seen this we look at this and at adam it still perpetrated this same weakness in the male folk how many men have there been who have lost their lives while fighting over women gangs are formed for this purpose and fights break out because of it the greatest achievement of men seems to be the acquiring of woman after woman after woman. They sing about it in their songs. You see them in the mu music videos, they blab and they make a noise about how many women they have. They glorify women in their songs. I remember songs where people will sing and say, oh, no one is like you. Without you, there is no positivity, only negativity. These are songs of worship to women. And you know, you can think of them. There are so much more. To us these days, it looks like a normal thing. We call them love songs. But this is songs. these are songs written by men to glorify and well-nigh worship and idolize women. That was what Adam did until today. We see it as a great weakness in the male folk. Tell them you are my everything. Women are not so charmed by men as men are moved by the beauty of women. Men are in this scene more than the women. Charmed with women, both intelligent Solomon and as spiritual as David was and even as mighty as Samson was, they all fell. They were brought down to mere crumbs of bread. Herod killed John the Baptist on this account. Many strong men, many mighty men of this world, the Bible says, have been slain by her. That is in Proverbs chapter 7, verse 25 to 27. May God really have mercy on us. The power of woman over man, the weakness of man towards woman is destroying them. Now there is pornography which many men cannot seem to handle. Pass all over the world, from the north to the south and from the east to the west, men are being ruined by this same weakness revealed in porn addiction. It is the sin of Adam perpetrated in the male folk in this gender. And what about Eve? On account of her desire to rise to a higher sphere than was her due, and also out of her desire for something which looked attractive and pleasant to the eyes, she was deceived. So it is today with many women easily deceived they are tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine jumping from one idea to another believing almost everything they are told gullible and led captive like the bible says as silly women they are still charmed by aesthetics and easily swayed by the vanity of fashion and materialism not content the way and place god made them in the physical features and even the position he has given them to hold in the world eve even in her own state sought for something higher and so also it is with women today this same discontent that eve had is revealed to a large degree in the female folks not that it's not in men too it is in men but like i say it is a strong weakness of the women it's a desire to have the first place in the home you see that there there's that argument many times they don't even want to have that uh control i'm not saying that the control of the men is always good but even many times when it's good there's that desire to rise higher that's where we have feminism today there's that desire to also decorate themselves to be something they are not it's a general weakness that every almost every woman almost every woman feels you see it in the revelation of the fashion industry and the desire for material things you see this is the result of sin it's a curse i tell you in the book of john chapter 1 reading from verse 1 to 4 we have already established that in the beginning god made this world and that god says about jesus 
in verse 4 in him was life and that life was the light of men this life was both a covering and the glory for adam and eve that was why their nakedness could not be seen they were made in the image of god psalms 104 104 verse 1 and 2 tells us that god covers himself with light and that is the same way adam and eve were they were covered with light but after they sinned that light disappeared their life which is that light went away slowly but surely man became subject to decay degradation and death little did adam know the far-reaching consequences of this one little act fear grips me as i say this how many acts of sin have we committed and what is the far-reaching consequences of it little do we also know we engage in sin carelessly like adam but if our eyes could be opened to trace the consequences of our act of sin we will tremble lord have mercy on us please have mercy if this one act of adam small in itself could have such huge consequences as we now see what has been the consequences of all the acts of sin that the world has added to that of adam what does the bible tell us about this and what do we see around us we see children born with defects sickness and death all around us animals going wild diseases all around the bible tells us in the book of isaiah 24 reading from verse 3 to 6 the land shall be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled for the lord has spoken this word the earth mourneth and fadeth away the world languisheth and fadeth away the haughty people of the earth do languish the earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed the laws changed the ordinance broken the everlasting covenant therefore hath the curse devoured the earth and they that dwell therein are desolate therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned and a few man left to oh men the the curse has been perpetrated even more and more with every sin that man has been committing it's affecting the earth people are talking about climate change and the solution today and they are thinking oh it's carbon dioxide is this and that come to the lord he will tell you the problem the problem is sin the problem is going against the commandments of god do you want to know why the earth is languishing read your bible it is not you what we say oh commission of carbon dioxide and all of that which you cannot even prove but it is sin disobedience to the word of god you don't understand the connection the spiritual connection between our sins and this earth going on in hosea chapter 4 reading from verse 1 down to 3 it says hear the word of the lord ye children of israel for the lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land because there is no truth nor mercy nor knowledge of god in the land by swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery they break out and blood toucheth blood therefore shall the land mourn and every one that dwelleth therein shall languish with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven yea the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away 
verse 6 and then it says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge i will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy god i will also forget thy children here god furnishes to us an explanation for the extinction of animals and for the degradation of the earth the animals are getting extinct as it says in Hosea 4 verse 3 but the reason is traced down in verse 2 by swearing lying killing stealing committing adultery they break out and blood touched blood and the result is that the animals the fishes of the sea they die the lots of evil acts of greed when man is not careful to consider the consequences of his actions in spilling the oil in the sea and he cares not that to make money he doesn't care about the consequences of using that nuke on japan and then we start to see many evils and today they are even manufacturing the diseases themselves why were they doing coronavirus in wuhan whether it was it came from there or not what is the point in increasing the potency of a virus so that it can infect men what is the point in doing the gain of function research it makes no sense whatsoever man is doing these things and he's reaping the consequences of it isaiah 33 verse 7 to 9 says behold the valiant ones shall cry out shall cry without the ambassadors of peace shall weep bitterly the highways lie waste the wayfaring man sees it he had broken the covenant he had despised the cities he regarded no man the earth mourneth and languisheth Lebanon is ashamed and hewn down. Sharon is like a wilderness, and Bashan and Carmel shake off their fruits. All this as a consequence of man's sin. And even as I read before in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, God says that we are affected, my people perish. This is the curse of sin. We perish because they neglect the law of God, not just because of Adam's neglect. If it was just Adam's neglect, his sin the earth would have been in a better condition than it is today but sin has added to sin evil has added to evil iniquity upon iniquity abomination upon abomination has been committed in the earth and the earth is languishing away it's affecting the sea animals it's affecting the land animals and the birds of the air and man himself is wasting away look at man but i said earlier diseases of all kinds are breaking out today death through man's own evil tendencies intentionally killing and then what about our lifespan what has happened to our lifespan even after seeing adam and his uh, the people of the before the flood were living up to 900 years plus and even after the flood they were still living till over a hundred even some we get up like Adam, like abraham lived up to 175 years but what is happening today if you live up to 70 you thank your god man is wasting away but they think they're advancing that's the worst part of it they think they are getting better they are talking about oh technology this technology that is that what makes life quality people before us without all the technology we have now lived even more quality life than us and longer life but what are we doing 
we are deceiving ourselves as our sin has increased our misery has increased isaiah 59 if you read verse 1 and 2 it says behold the hand of the lord is not short that he cannot hear that is ear deaf is that he cannot help rather that is ear deaf that he cannot hear but our iniquities have separated us from him going down to verse 8 it says the way of peace they know not hmm. i'll stop there look at the ambassadors of peace i just read now isaiah 33 reading from verse 8 it says there oh sorry verse 7 behold the valiant ones shall cry without the ambassadors of peace shall weep bitterly why because those ambassadors of peace of the united nations and the representatives from all nations they don't know the way of peace the way of peace is the law that is the way of peace but they neglect the commandments of god and want to find peace in another way what has been the result why won't man learn in neglecting god's commandments how has he helped us over the years all our sin has been accumulating and we have been trying to bring about peace in the world oh peacekeeping here and there but what has been the result has he succeeded no why the curse of sin is upon us as far as we insist in neglecting the law of god insist to continue our sins that curse will remain we will never know peace the verse 8 now of isaiah isaiah 59 says the way of peace they know not and there is no judgment in their goings they have made them crooked paths whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace therefore is judgment far from us neither doth justice overtake us we wait for light but behold obscurity for brightness but we walk in darkness we grope for the wall like the blind and we grope as if we had no eyes we stumble at noonday as in the night we are in desolate places as dead men we roar all like bears and mourn sore like doves we look for judgment but there is none for salvation but it is far from us far off from us for our transgressions are multiplied that's the reason for our transgressions are multiplied before thee and our sins testify against us for our transgressions are with us and as for our iniquities we know them in transgressing and lying against the lord evolution and departing away from our god speaking oppression and revolt conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood and judgment is turned away backward and justice standeth afar off for truth is fallen in the street and equity cannot enter yea truth faileth and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey and the lord saw it and it displeased him that there was no judgment such a sad reflection on the state of man and the lord is pointing us to the cause of all our woes he is not the one cursing us he has given us the way of life contained in his law but man will not listen they continue in their transgression they are legalizing it now not few not many years ago it was legal now to practice sodomy in the u.s not that we're saying anyone should punish anybody for it but the support that such a lifestyle is receiving instead of the help to bring them out of it patiently and in godly love but rather the license 
given even by so-called Christians and then by the rest of the world, whether religious or irreligious, support is given to these things and they themselves can see the consequences. They don't need anybody to tell them. The people who are in such lifestyle of pseudomy, they are dying of HIV and many other diseases. It's not a safe lifestyle. We see the consequences and the curse that we face when going through these things. The so-called powers of the, of the world, the nations, especially the United States, speaking as a dragon, causing wars here and there, making weapons and selling. Is that a way to make peace? And all the other nations, the same thing. But what has been the result? degradation after the degradation man is not getting any better but the lord loves us and is seeking to help all this while but he cannot force himself on us he wants to help only if we would allow him but he will help us individually not as a nation not as a group but whoever will allow him into his life the lord will accept to come in because he's waiting to come and help Reading from Isaiah 59, I just stopped in verse, verse 15, but when we go to 16, we see, it says in verse 15, the Lord is not pleased that he's not seen salvation for men. What did he do? Verse 16 now. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness, it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and an helmet of salvation upon his head and he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak amen so the lord has prepared himself dressed up he wants to do something about it and he's going to do something about it remember that we read earlier that truth is fallen in the street and that anyone who departs from evil ah, i'm reminded of people like assange whose only crime is to expose evil and now he's in prison for it oh truth is falling in the street and he that departed from evil maketh himself a prey and the lord saw it and it displeased him you see the lord is seeing what is going on and he's not happy where there's no justice oppression people are oppressing others is it the the race crimes the lord is seeing it is it the violent crimes not even within the races because there's so much talk about racism but yet many people within the same race especially the black community kill themselves even in africa the same thing so what's the point in making the, the racial one more uh, pointed in this day at least i know that in the past it was terrible at least in this day what's the point it's evil all over but the lord is seeing it and he's going to do something about it that's why we should be patient patient the curse that we have brought upon ourselves through sin the lord wants to take upon himself and that is what this means here it means it means jesus coming down to take all that curse on himself if only we will let go of our sins the lord jesus has died on the cross so that the curse of sin will be upon him because the main main problem the main curse of sin is death eternal death that is the main curse but the immediate consequences we see for the woman it talks about childbirth and for the man now uh, we labor and it is good for us the book of ezekiel chapter 16 verse 49 tells us that this was the iniquity of sodom pride fullness of bread and abundance of idleness so these three things combined made sodom what they were 
idleness it is not good for man to be idle because he is in a very wicked state if he is doing nothing he will be thinking evil continually that is why the lord gave us the labor the ground was cursed on man's behalf so that man can have exercise and enough to do so that he will be occupied and not allow the devil to take advantage of him it was a wise plan of the lord to curse the ground for man's sake he didn't curse man by the way god did not curse man he cursed the ground for man's sake so that man can have occupation and so that he will be so occupied that the devils who want to possess him will not even have the opportunity to behold the love of God in doing that act. And for the woman, increasingly said her pain. I, I won't just interpret that to mean in childbearing alone, while that is a very direct interpretation of it, yet there is still the other interpretation that it is in pain will bring up children. Training children is a more difficult work than delivering them in the world. If it was just that pain of uh, giving birth to children, then that, that's just minute, the real pain. And you see that by and large, it is actually more majorly woman's duty to bring up the children. Man has his contribution, don't get me wrong, but the real talent of training and bringing up children is that of the woman just as Hannah was to Samuel and just as Mary was to Jesus. By the way, let us take note. Jesus was not what he was automatically. He actually received training from a good mother and even Jonadab to Moses. It is the woman's work to really mold the mind. But then the Lord is saying, In sorrow shall thou bring forth children. It is not going to be an easy walk. There will be times of distress. You will have to pray hard. You have to be very watchful. Those children can cause you pain just as Cain did to Adam and Eve. It can bring sorrow upon you if you don't do the work well. Yeah, that, that's one of the things that the Lord is saying. It wouldn't have been like that before. But because of sin, in sorrow, children will be brought forth. It won't be an easy work anymore. Many women are working two jobs, mostly in the US and in the UK, just so that they can make ends meet to bring up their children. It's a, it's a serious case. It's, it's the curse of sin that we see around us. But then, the Lord is always there to assist. The Lord is always there to help. It is to put a check on women too. You find out that when women have children, it can reduce their excesses, their vanity and their materialism. It's curbed down. Although many women still continue in it, but you find out that there's a serious neglect on training their children if, when they continue in their materialism and fashion-laden life. For a woman who really wants to do that work, she may most likely not have that kind of time. If you really do the work of training of the child in the right way, you'll find out that it helps to even curb the excesses of a woman. It actually does that. And as for the placing of the woman under the man, has been a curse for women for many in many cases men have abused their authority but nevertheless that's the place that uh, God has placed the female folk for good reasons if you see no disrespect to any woman just by by the fact of what we see around us let us look at internet fraud for example who is it that is falling for internet fraud women are easily deceived they need guidance many times they are really they are really gullible and it's because even in the beginning they were easily deceived that thing has perpetrated and when the lord said that he shall rule over you it was a good thing that the mind 
the straight analytical mind of the man can help the woman in making decisions not so that man can oppress woman but so that he can help her by his strength of own of his own uh, uh, ability to decipher and analyze and the woman has her own strength when it comes to the right part of the of the brain in doing things that are multitasking and many things that men cannot do they were to now merge but the man being ruler over the woman was to help her but these things we know perverted today but all these things happen to them as we know for examples upon for us so we can learn those upon whom the ends of the world are come sin is a curse let us learn that it is a curse reading from councils to the church page 342 paragraph 3 says brethren to whom the truths of god's word have been opened what part will you act in the closing scenes of this world's history are you awake to the solemn realities let all who have received the light who have had the opportunity of reading and hearing the prophecy take heed to those things that are written therein for the time is at hand let none now tamper with sin the source of every misery in our world 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 6 now these things were our examples to the intent to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted now all these things verse 11 now all these things happened unto them for examples and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come may we take the admonition and take courage in knowing that righteousness will take away the curse believing in the lord jesus will take away that curse of sin may that be our experience in jesus name amen amen what a story i'll just add again let me read the text where he says unto the woman he said i will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee and unto adam he said cursed is the ground for thy sake in sorrow shall thou eat of it all the days of thy life what a story you see how many homely women have we seen who refuses to keep her estate first class married women what else do you want she start looking for something extra just a little more dress here or there a little more handbag or a little more wigs and let me just add a little extra tan or a glow to my complexion so that i will appear or look better she fell far below her position now she has skin burns and now she is troubled that her husband might be looking at the skin of other women oh how many women have repeated the same principle today can you see that this formula is not working is working deficit upon you why are you not content with what you have your position his position you push him over the edge in response to your press to satisfy your inordinate desires 
your selfish ambitions because you want to be at par or above your lady neighbors you want a car or because not because your life depends on it or your work depends on it but rather for display he is pushed and he steals in the office he is shamed in public he goes through many other things just to please you but of you will fall far below your original place i read again he said and the life of toil and care which was henceforth to be man's lot was appointed in love hallelujah it was a discipline rendered needful by his sin to t- place a check upon the indulgence of appetite and passion to develop habits of self-control it was a part of God's great plan for man's recovery from the ruin and degradation of, of sin here we see the blessings of sweat we see God's grace being manifested those men who wants to be sweatless they die early adam lived 930 sweats every day and then you see the beauty of work been as our brother just said and the sabbath was a reminder of the rest that christ will bring unto him and so after walking every 6 days the seventh day he will remind himself of how this came about work came into play because of this obedience and now because of God's love work will sustain him and rest will keep him going now as we look at the sentence being pronounced by God it is very necessary that we understand that there became a change there was a change okay the change of government you say and he shall rule over thee we see husbands now because they think they have rulership and so they understand this rulership to be one bond of a military barracks and we see husbands beating their wives to death due to the misconception of his role as a husband women die in cold blood some are treated cruelly not even receiving a blow but they die because of the way husbands treat them brothers some brothers are demons i tell you but what is the cause of these and what is this being referred to instead of being patient under the rulership of christ she breaks free from the light burden and the easy yoke she takes the fetters of iron which men place upon the neck of women today many women rush into marriage not having ever learned or tasted of the freedom of Christ they have never been free and so will never know what it means when Christ is calling you first to himself before giving yourself over to men and so the question is as who is ruling over you today is it fashion is it your husband is it children friends is a sin or how can you break free from those fetters from eternity past page 27 god's instruction to eve eve was told of the sorrow and pain that must henceforth be her portion and the lord said thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee in the creation of god 
she had been made equal with the man had they remained obedient to God in harmony with his great law of love they would ever have been in harmony with each other but sin had brought discord and now their union could be maintained and harmony preserved only by submission on the part of the one or the other and so we see here that Eve was the first Eve had been the first in transgression and she had fallen into temptation by separating from her companion contrary to the divine direction it was by her solicitation that Adam sinned and she was now placed in subjection to her husband and now because men don't understand what this means she said had the principles enjoined in the law of god been cherished by the fallen race this sentence though growing out of the result of sin would have proved a blessing to them but man's abuse of the supremacy thus given him has often has too often rendered the lot of women very bitter and made her life a burden indeed we see here that some women have surrendered unto a very bitter rulership of their husbands today what about those who seen are ruling over signs of the time december 16th and cain was very wroth and his countenance fell and the lord said unto cain why art thou wroth and why is thy countenance falling if thou doest well shall thou not be accepted if and if thou doest not well sin lieth at the door and unto thee shall be his desire and but thou he said thou shall rule over him so in other words sin is desiring to rule over Cain but Cain is told that he should rule over sin today how many of us are struggling to gain the victory of our sin as our brother have told us sin is the curse that had brought the curse upon the earth and now instead of gaining the victory over sin sin is ruling over many what about those who fashion are ruling over fashion is a tyrannical master a tyrannical mistress a slave driver many women have sacrificed their lives wearing tight clothes and rubbing cosmetics and bleaching creams and skin lightenings just to be in vogue solomon said something about the times we're going to live in It says woe to thee o land when the, thy king is a child thus it was with the land of judah through continued transgression her rulers had become as children Isaiah called the attention of the people to the weakness of their position among the nations of the earth and he showed that this was the result of wickedness in high places do we have babes as rulers today when the masses are crying they don't pay attention to the cry of the masses behold he said the lord the lord of hosts doth take away from jerusalem and from judah the stay of and the staff the whole stay of bread and the whole stay of water the mighty men and the man of war 
the judge and the prophet and the prudent and the ancient and the captain of fifty and the honorable man and the counselor and the cunning artificer and the eloquent orator and i will give children to be their princes and babes shall rule over them for jerusalem is ruined and judah is falling because their tongue and their doings are against the lord isaiah chapter 3 verse 1 to 4 and 8 the direction kings prophet and kings 3 2 3 we see clearly that this is what is happening today we have rulers over the world all over the world today we have rulers that are nothing but babes they're ruling babes are ruling over us results of sin now when jesus came we have to choose another kind of ruler. Isaiah of Ages 2.58 it says, Every man is free to choose what power he will have to rule over him. None have fallen so low, none are so vile, but that they can find deliverance in Christ. The demoniac, in place of prayer, could utter only the words of Satan, yet the heart's unspoken appeal was heard. No cry from a soul in need, do it fall. Although it fail of utterance in words, will be unheeded. Those who will consent to enter into covenant relation with the God of heaven are not left to the power of Satan or to the infirmity of their own nature. They are invited by the Savior. Let him take hold of my strength, that he may make peace with me, and he shall make peace with me. Isaiah chapter 27 verse 5. The spirits of darkness will battle for the soul once under their dominion, but the angels of God will contend for that soul with prevailing power. The Lord says, Shall the prey be taken from the mighty, or the lawful captive delivered? Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contended with thee, and I will save thy children. Hallelujah. So we see that Christ is supposed to be our supreme ruler. It's time for us to go back to the rulership of Christ, that we not fall unto the under this satanic bondage where satan is trying through different means to gain control over us let us go back to his rulership so we see christ walking amidst the seven golden candlesticks searching through to see and he says behold i stand at the door and knock if any man hear my voice and open the door i will come in to him and i will sup with him and he with me so it's time for us to open the door so that Christ will come and gain in rulership and control over the life that is our experience in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we continue to thank you. We dare call you Father. It is your great mercy and love that has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. You've reminded us today of what happened in the garden. We see your hand of mercy. We see your hand of grace. How the curse can walk out of blessings. Only in your hands, O oh Lord, can all these things be. And so we pray your hand of rulership over us. 
help us break free from the feathers and the chains that sin had wrapped around us, that we may come unto you with our labor and our heavy burdens, that we may find rest. We make all these requests through Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>